The Star The Star Y'all already know, already know. Seven the pan, seven the pan. That dude fizz on the fizz on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Crown the king, crown the king, only. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Hard and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and all sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot to death. Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always this season to keep the start five. Start five. We going in on three, but the baseline start five. Get it. We got what you we need. Got what you need. If the sports news you seek, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. Got what you yeah. need. We going in on three, but the baseline start five. Get it. We got what you we need. Got what you and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the jealous cat stick. I got what you need. I got what you need. 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 Yep. I think we got what y'all need this week, man. Cause motherfuckers tired, and that's T I E D. Tired. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's the newest episode of Star Five. Y'all know who I am. That DJ name Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy. Peace, everybody. What up? What up? What up? What up, yo, Mr. Mayor? You are T I E I I E tied today, huh? Tied, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That means you had a good weekend, man. I guess. And it's not it's not over yet. So I'm so happy I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I don't know what to do with myself. I think I'm just gonna just lay around the house and do nothing tomorrow. Just chill real hard tomorrow but uh weather's been great went out and saw a bullet train last night it was three dollars yesterday was national movie day Yep. caught the flick for three dollars me and my friend went out to get something to eat so it was a good night good weekend weather's really holding up today they was talking about rain but I, i don't see it happening but that could change in a few hours who knows but other than that i'm good yeah, they're talking rain for the West Indian Day Parade tomorrow, which, you know, hopefully for their sake it doesn't rain. But even if it does rain, they they still out there partying no matter what. It don't fucking matter. I remember one of, the, one of the few times I went to that parade, yo, fucking it, it rained and then... Like it was like the the timing of the rain was just the perfect cool down for that moment in time. Right. Then it was like yuck, I'm walking around wet. Then it was oh shit, I'm dry. <laughs> but, that fast. Shouts shout out to shouts out to all my West Indian people out there for real. You're Please. not working at tomorrow, are you? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Well, first and foremost, first and foremost, it's in Brooklyn, right. and it's rare that they like ask for volunteers out of Manhattan in Brooklyn, with the exception of when Passover happens, because the Jewish community can't touch or see or smell anything. Well, now I'm joking about the both that, but they really can't touch anything in their houses. They're burning shit on the corners. It's it's literally it's a purging of the old to the new. And they just get people out there to pick up anything and everything on them streets in the Jewish neighborhoods in Brooklyn. But the West Indian the, the West Indian parade, I've never I've never heard our garage get calls for bodies to work that parade. Dope. Um plus uh our new commissioner is trying to is, is attempting to try something new in uh picking up garbage as if it was a regular day on Monday on the holiday. And I'll leave my opinions out of that because this ain't the place for that type of talk. Even though I was shocked and shocked and surprised that the commissioner actually had a conversation with us at my garage the other day. And I will leave that at that also. 
Okay. And I can explain why. I'll explain why to you as a shock and surprise off air. Yeah. On air, it's not for here. Um right. but, but yeah, man, I'm it is I I'm I'm can't wait to not do shit also because your boy has been working this entire summer, literally this entire fucking summer. Like the the only times I had days off was if it wasn't my Sunday to work and the day my my middle daughter graduated from fifth grade. Hmm. If I didn't have to say no that day, I literally worked six days a week almost every every month this summer from June wow. till fucking now. I literally worked six days a week every week. That's crazy, bro. You're overdue for a vacation, my man. I'm someplace overdue. nice. I'm overdue for trying to teach myself how to actually save any of that money that was earned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's rent time, and I still got to fucking pay that. And, right. Yeah, we'll I get just, it. Yeah, we'll just leave that at that. Just know yep. that I'm, I'm working for somebody. It ain't me, but it's somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but we got a light one, and we're going to talk about people who have been going to work for 20 plus years a man who knows how to fuck over the industry and play patient and wait until somebody bites at his bullshit and that's a one danny ainge for sure for sure (laughs) the reason why we call this episode the fleece lord is because we need to talk about some of the bullshit trades that he uh he's pulled off in recent memory Props to him for getting it done, though. Yeah, for real. I mean, we all thought they was bugging with the Rudy Gobert one. Yeah. Man. Man, this guy just finds a way to find a sucker. And I'm just happy our Knicks weren't in. Yeah, no matter what the fans say, bro, this was bad all the way around. This was Mellow 2.0 on steroids for what Ainge was asking for. Yeah, I'm glad we put our foot down. Yeah, we'll deep dive into that. We're gonna we're gonna get into that in a minute, uh, but the goat is gone, TJ. The goat is no more in mm. the world of sports. Serena Williams, first off, her and her sister Venus lost the doubles match, kick you know kicking them out of the tournament, and then just uh, two nights ago, she yep. lost she lost her singles match in three sets to call it a career. Everybody and their mama came out, stepped out, made comments saying, goat, goat, goat. I'm glad that everybody has been on board with Serena Williams is definitely the goat of tennis, period. The argument is still, TJ, goat of all athletes. And it's, it's yo, my shout out to my cousin Tyler and the Regulation Podcast. I think it was him who, you know, we're not making the argument of who is the goat in all sports right now. But he made some valid shit. He said some valid shit that I never even put it in perspective before. Like, he was just like, yo, you got to look at it like her level of dominance where she's playing offense and defense by herself. Like, it's like we knew that in a way. But just saying it out loud was like. It was different. It just made it feel like. Yeah, like yeah, and it made sense. In, you know, just saying it like that, like she plays offense and defense by herself, and then you start to put it in perspective to what basketball players, you know, basketball teams, football teams. You might get a one-on-one matchup on the court or on the field, but it's still five-on-five. You can yeah, it's fall, like you know, you it's can like boxing. Off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta right. you gotta act and react. Yeah, so it was crazy perspective, but I mean, goat of tennis, TJ. Yeah, absolutely no brainer. Yes, and this is where we go back into even what we say with the Jordan thing of her era. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't uh, compare eras back when, way back in the day. I mean, Steffi Graf's record is phenomenal. She's got more singles victories and more titles, but that was of her era, and Serena. Not only we can call it a goat because she transformed the game. She brought more eyes and more money to the game by her presence alone, from fashion to style 
to everything, her demeanor, her attitude, the way she carried herself. She changed the game in that sense as well. Yeah, and and I like what she said too, though, in rounding out her speech, leaving the court that night. If there was no Venus, there would be no me. You know, sir. Yeah, yeah, and that was like, huge. Venus, Venus did kick it off. She but, did, but Serena, Serena took it to another level, ball, bro. Took the yeah, took the ball and went and. And and blast it off like that rocket couldn't these past two weeks in, <laughs> in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like she Vince yeah. Carter that shit in the Olympics. That's what she did. Oh, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she Frank, she Vince Carter to Frank Weiss's sister. Nuts all in your mouth. <laughs> Ayo, pause all that because <laughs> she tried to talk that shit about Serena for years back in the day. And oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. She 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 also had to come through much more. And I mean, I don't know because you talk about the one of the original go to female tennis. Um, I forgot the black woman's name back in the day, which she had to deal with the racism, uh, which was heavily blatant and accepted at that time. You know, she dealt with a fair share amount of criticism about her looks, uh, about her skin color, you know, her muscles and all this other stuff, man. She, it was unfair, but I mean, she weathered all that shit and still came out on top, which is phenomenal. She didn't let that beat her down. She used that actually. She used that actually. It was Althea Gibson. I think the main name you're thinking of. Yes, I couldn't remember it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's yeah, you you gotta look at the total package of everything. And her as far as goat of this her sport all time, man or female male or female. It's it's well it's well it's, deserved. It's yeah. Tw- you know, twenty-three major victories, which is a tie for the most all time. Uh people thought her chances were really good in this one. Yo, and, after she beat that second place chick, uh, I thought she was on her way. Yeah, but she beat the number two seed in the world. She beat she lost to somebody who also even bowed down to say, like, yo, I feel just as bad as you. Like, I wanted to win, but I feel just as bad as you. <laughs> but I mean, that's like a that's a S on your chest that you take with hey, I retired Serena Williams. Wow. And it doesn't even matter what level you're on. You know what I'm saying? She was just like Rita, I think, was recently like the ranked like the number 400 something player in the world. I don't care. Y'all call her the GOAT. I retired Serena Williams, dude. That's like the one dude who's been bricking all game and hits a game winner. <laughs> Man, listen, that's like the four he's talking horsemen. mad. Shit. <laughs> Man, that's like that's like the four horsemen, uh, uh, with the I broke Wahoo's, I broke Wahoo's legs t shirts. <laughs> I forgot who did that. I think it was damn. I think it was. Uh, I think it might have been Arn Anderson or somebody. I have to look it up. My my wrestling history brain is asleep with my the rest of my brain. But um, yeah, this is like the I broke Wahoo McDaniel's leg T-shirts from back in the day. Like that's really how she should carry herself. Like yo, like I can do this. I can be better. I can be. I I, <laughs> I can be like her. I can be like Mike. I can be like whatever. But I retired your goat, my goat. Mm. But she, they're coming like, for that. Her. They're coming for that neck next round. They're coming yeah, for that neck you know the next what, round. The way, yeah, you know what though? The way that the world is set up and the way shit's going, like now, and I'm gonna say unfairly because she hasn't been winning enough to uh to to call for it just yet. She's gonna get this energy just because she's a young black woman. But Coco Golf better be prepared for all this pressure. I think she is. I I, I think, I I think she handled it better than Osaka. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think she'll handle it better than Osaka has handled it right now. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I, they're they're birth, they're about the same age almost, and they're going through nah, a similar. Coco's thing. younger. Coco's younger. Coco's younger. Okay. Much younger. Oh, that's right. She's still a teenager, right? Yeah, something like that. I think she does have the right head on her shoulders, but she does. I'm just saying I, I can foresee it now that it's just going to feel unfair. Like, why are y'all coming down on this young ass girl like this? You know, but Serena, Venus, they went through the same things. They started really young as professionals. And where well, here comes the comparisons. Here, here comes the comparisons. You know, 
Can you do it like Serena? Can you do it like Venus? She's going to be hearing that a lot now. This is a part of what I'm talking about. That's a part of yeah. what I'm talking about. And it's not going to be fair. Judge her for just Coco. Judge she, her for right, who she, she is. is. Yep. You know, and, and something interesting somebody said, I believe, on ESPN, too. Like, think about it. Like, everybody that's within tennis now, or at least the last 10-plus years, have all been influenced by Serena. Absolutely. At all of them. So this is like Absolutely. all of her children now, uh, you know. And you know what? It was a good thing her daughter got to see her play and remember it a little bit before she retired, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. Which we didn't even get into that much. We we're just kind of saying thank you and yes, you know, going over just a broad stroke of yeah, who this she, great this this woman of greatness is. She but, deserves her flowers now. Yeah, sure. but it, like if we really were to break these things down, like yeah, like she almost died. Right. But she she also I think won Wimbledon while pregnant, and nobody yeah. knew. Yeah. Like like if we really sat here and tried to piece down every little bit and put from our perspective and our opinions, you know, and I have to clarify and say our opinions, what Serena Williams has gone through, and against what other players have gone through, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think, I mean, the argument is made for just, you know, GOAT player, athlete, like this. overall superstar, you know, the, the argument is there for number one. How many <laughs> players did Serena retire? Right. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Ooh. A perspective we have not yet thought about. <laughs> How many players did Serena retire? You know what I'm saying? But they just gave up when she was on top of everything. Uh-huh. Y'all were battling for second, for sure. Or or how about having that feeling going into some shit? Defeated. We I'm <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing for the second or third place check right off the bat. <laughs> and she had, I forgot what years it was. I think it was 13 to 16. Uh, a string of dominance where, yeah, like you went into a tournament, that's what you had to kind of think about. <laughs> Dude, yeah, because you got to think about it like that. She was not only killing you in the singles, but her and her sister were killing y'all in the doubles too. Like, you couldn't avoid her. You nah, could not avoid her, bro. Whooping everybody's ass everywhere. <laughs> real. Like, let me Find just tell you, and I'll see you. <laughs> total, total tournament wins, ninety-eight, and this is getting to the finals and all of this. Twenty-nine losses out of the final. Um. A total of 127 matches and Grand Slams 23 lost 10. So 123 lost 10. So imagine if she won all 33 that she played in. That's Tom Brady shit, bro. You go to the Super Bowl. That's 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 ten times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's that's past. That's that yo, that's literally like saying, you know, a grand slam is the four major tournaments, right? Right. So right. this is like saying I'm winning the WWE WWF title at Royal Rumble, SummerSlam. No, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I'm winning a title at all four of the major pay-per-views each and every week. That's what like winning a major was. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. You know that's crazy. And, and she did that 23 times. Like, I, imagine all she had to do was win two out of the 10 she lost, and she would have the world, the, the, the sports record in most ever. Just with two or one, actually, one. Everybody thought she was going to get to 24 to break the record, but that's amazing. She didn't, you know, that's amazing. But, you know, uh, Doubles Grand Slams. This is obviously with her sister. 14. Three Summer Olympics medals in doubles. You know, fucking top 1,000 player in doubles two times. Top 1,000 player singles 23 times. It's... I'm not going to sit here and really, really try to... The accolades are ridiculous, bro. The accolades are ridiculous. It's just absolutely absurd. And I was... You know, hey, I'm older than her, so we are older than her. We were around to see it from the beginning. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we was around That's one thing we gotta we gotta really appreciate. Like we we definitely she turned she too. I mean, I was watching tennis, you know, from back in the day. I was a Michael Chang fan and stuff like that, but I wasn't really too much on the women's side. But she tuned me in to watching more women's tennis. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and taking appreciation for it. She I was she took Pampers guy. Um, she was she brought in the casual fan. You know what I'm saying? She brought in the casual fan every time. And they spent money to go see the the casual fan spent money to go see her too because that they just wanted to experience that greatness. So, what she has done for the sport and how she transitions uh, is going to be another step. I, I, I can't wait to see what she what she's going to do now. If she's well, going to you mean, know be part of it or just start raising her daughter. Well, I mean, she's already a multiple time business owner, you know, multiple times yeah. over. Like, I don't know yeah. if her and Venus are still um, partners in the Dolphins, but at one time they were. You got to right. remember, uh, Serena's husband owns Reddit, right? I believe so. He's 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 a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. So she's good. She, she's good. <laughs> I mean, she's she good. she was she's good. good with, she was good with or without him. Yeah, yeah. People been throwing her money, but right now, you know, now it's time where she can really, really just, you know, say I did it all and be mom. You know, yep. where this this is something where a lot of us parents haven't been able to afford to do it all to be that able part. to just fall back and chill. That you know, feel to feel like okay, they're comfortable and settled with family. You know, like, I'm happy with my family. I still feel like I haven't done enough, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it's it's different though when you got that money that you can retire and legitimately do nothing and just Dude. allow numbers to work for you. Is you know? she 40 yet? She's 40. She's 40. All that I mean, and to just sit back now and just take the rest of your days. She she's got a long way to go. You know what I'm saying? She's got a long way to go. But her her name will be forever etched. In time and in the books, man, you 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 cannot bring up women's tennis without bringing her name up. Yeah. Period. As long as long as she can get there, that's what I say. You know, yeah. I, I I was just telling the story the other yesterday again on how I missed the opportunity to where I could have been on my job, where I could retire now myself. You know, at the same young young ass age, my brother got two years left. He'll only be fucking forty two when he can retire when he's that's eligible to retire. You know what I'm that's saying? Like, yeah. You know, and she's doing it at the age of forty. Well, you know, which we're all there right now. But to yep. be able to do it at the age of forty and literally not have to think about, man, fuck my social security. I ain't worried about picking that. <laughs> I I'm not. I'm not worried about no income. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're you at the level where. Like I, I learned that say I did retire at 48, you can't have a consecutive gap of five years of no reported income. Right. So I would have to get up off my ass, find a way to report taxes every two years. Right. You know, because I ain't doing shit. <laughs> so I don't want to like, I don't want to have to do I don't right. want to have to work for somebody else. She right. has the luxury of saying I never my kids don't have to work. Yeah, man. She set herself up nice. Ever, you know, which ever. No, no hate Shut- at all. It's a beautiful thing. Shout out to her pops, man. That's rest easy, Mr. Richard Williams. But you and your wife at the time birthed the legend that is Serena Williams. And we as sports fans, thank you for it. Serena, Much thank you for the memories on television and all that stuff. You know. Being a man, first played a crip walk after a victory, and and, <laughs> and the cat suit, and, and the, the cat, cat suit that fucking drove everybody and the grandmamas crazy. Woo! You know, change that should be, that should change be in the Smithsonian. Right. That should should be in the Smithsonian. It probably is. Yeah, <laughs> like legitimate game changer. Yep. Whether they tried to set out to do it or not, and it started off with just the beads in the hair. In yeah, cornrows. Something light, yeah. That's something that is a. I mean, it was a staple of young black girls' history back in the nineties, eighties, and before. Yeah, yeah. That was light. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Serena. We'll leave that. Thank at you. That. Thank but you. Thank you to I guess the NCAA and the College Football Committee 
Uh, I want to once again, in de facto, take credit that, you know, they might be listening. They finally decided to change and upgrade and expand the college football playoffs. And when I saw it, I said, well, about fucking time. Right. <laughs> because I've been preaching on here for years the easiest ways they can do it. I, be, I was just about to say you have been a steady. You've been blowing that horn for a very long time, bro. From you've before, been that, from before, before they even created the four. Right. <laughs> you've been saying that for a long, long time. So, listen, if anybody deserves credit, it's you because you've been on that stump. <laughs> You've been out there like them Israelite, is Israel, Israelites nah, no, on Forty Second. Call, <laughs> don't, don't call me one of the road warriors. <laughs> the Legion of Jerusalem Doom. <laughs> you out there like them dudes in the park, just standing up with all the costume on, and be like, "Yo, we need more change in the college football." <laughs> Say, my brother, who the fuck told you to wear that white shirt? <laughs> you ain't no nickel. <laughs> no, the SEC, the SEC ain't the only college football program in the country, <laughs> right? Right. What about the whack? What about the whack? What, what about, about the whack? What about the whack? <laughs> what about the A ten? The Big Ten. <laughs> Y'all not hearing me? I'm dead. <laughs> That, that turns into battle rap. Yo, I said, I said, but, nah, but, but yeah, like I said, if there's if there's been somebody or, or as, as Aaron as um fuck Aaron Anderson used to say, I'm not one to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yes, if there has ever been a proponent for just the playoffs, period, it's been me. And I've been saying this shit as long, almost as long as we've been doing this podcast before TJ was even full on with the pod. Like, I've been saying this shit. Yes, and they at least now reached up to 12, which is a great idea. And what they're doing is, I believe, is whoever's going to land up in the one through four spots in the top 25 poll will get the first week by. And so from five to 12 plays the first the first week and I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna take they're gonna take conference winners and what they like to call at large bids which you know they make up these all these dumbass words and phrases for what they do in college sports that it's it should be as simple as if you go by this list go by this fucking list right that's it you know now the ways i've always said it was you have the power five conferences, right? Now you bring in three more to make it eight, right? Now added 120 plus programs that are in Division One football. Some people will say there's more. I don't give a fuck. But if there's 120 plus Division One teams, there's more than 10 conferences. Pass it down all the way to eight conferences to where everybody has to now geographically fall in line also you can create a way for funds to be evenly distributed through all the schools and i mean fairly distributed because no i'm sorry alabama state you do not deserve as much money as alabama but you deserve to get money you know right everybody in the conference should deserve to get money but you don't yeah you don't get you just to, don't get a big cut like every like the other teams right. The other you don't get do. to outbeat the the major earners in this. Right. But you have two large conferences, right? Every conference has a conference championship, and no matter who the winner is, the higher the order, seed, right? The, the second place is the set is the next the lower seeds. Right. You have you easily have a sixteen team tournament right there. Almost equivalent to the NFL. I don't remember how many teams in the NFL. So is it now seven or eight? Eight of divisions? Yeah, so 16. Yeah. So it's even. You have a 16-team tournament there. You could cut the regular season down to, instead of 10 games, you could cut it down to nine because you're going to include the playoffs in your own conference. 
right? You know, and then two, think about it like this: if you're trying to get re- kids ready for the next level, which is the NFL, you are now putting them down a path to understanding. Hey, you playing 17 plus games nowadays, my boy? Let's get used to this. Yep, let's get with it. We all know that the NCAA is a money grab. It's an easy way to sell more tickets. Woo, playoffs in rainbow letters or not, playoffs. (laughs) That word there just raised the ticket price $50. There's so much ways that they can make money, and this is just a small, quick brief on how I described this shit at least a decade ago. The merch they're going to make off the playoffs alone and, 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 and the concessions and all the booster shit that they got going on because your team is in the playoffs is ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars are going to be made. Billions. Right, which make which will then in turn make you say, why didn't y'all listen sooner? Why didn't y'all do something about this sooner? Old again, men. Yeah. Old and men, bro. They, yeah, because they saw, they, they couldn't, as the, the saying goes, they couldn't see the forest from the trees. Nope. Or whatever. And so nope. that means... They saw all the fast money in front of them by way of Tostitos. Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware. The Hawaiian uh, Tropic. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> the, the, the Bad Buddy Dr. Phil Invitational <laughs> Open. You know what I'm saying? Cash me, the Dr. Cash Pepper me kickoff. Dr. Pepper, yeah, is still drinking that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually had one a couple weeks ago, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> you know, the fan, Fansville, USA, and all that. Like, yeah, they yeah. seen they seen all of that money that's right in the face, and it's like, yo, we got to service these masters first instead of saying, fuck that. The people who put money even in their hands is the fans. Why would you consider your fans? I just don't get it. I don't get it. But they're servicing me some with this pause because I like 12 teams. It opens it up and it gives people chances because I was one of those people who absolutely hated the bullcrap system or the BCS system where it felt like it was an arbitrary whoever number one and number two is, you go at it. But because they thought ticket sales would be better there were years, I think, where there was it was number one versus number three. You know, there was a one mm-hmm. loss team. There was one loss teams in playing for the national championship over teams that were undefeated. Were undefeated. Yep, I remember that. You know, so the playoffs can eliminate that bullshit. You know, I'm sorry. You're undefeated team and you're in one of the division one conferences. Hey, you play who's in front of you. You deserve one of those first four spots if you cleaned your plate and left no scraps behind. Well, now this is, gives a shot to the Boise States of the world. Exactly. You know, you know what I'm saying? That got looked over so many times in the past. Exactly. You know and they went undefeated oh, yeah. several years. Several Boise, years in a row. Yeah, this the, the Kellen Moore uh, Boise State teams. Those TCU teams, those early yep. bear, those Baylor teams before Baylor yep. went through all their fucking scandal bullshit. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Like, yep. yeah, all of these teams would have a get chance. A fair yeah, they get a fair shake now, which is good. Or will they? Because <laughs> it's about well, it's Georgia about that smoked morning. Oregon yesterday, and I thought there was going to be a better fight than that, but they got smoked. Yeah, I missed almost all the games. I heard I seen Ohio State one, which I was hoping the stadium blew up. <laughs> you know, no death though, just the stadium. No place. Some Batman play. shit where the, yeah. the field craters are itself. <laughs> yeah, but everybody comes out on the other side. It's just my my hate for Ohio State and Notre Dame. I thought they were gonna lose yesterday. I I, I couldn't wait to uh call my sister's boyfriend because he's a Ohio State fan, but I have to uh, save that call for next week. <laughs> we, hope. we hope. But see, something like this, too, saves a Notre Dame. Because how many years have Notre Dame have been right on that edge? And they really want to get them in there. 
Yeah. But they know they can't justify that. Right. You're right. You're right. Because they have no conference, really, right? They they weren't in a conference before. Uh, yeah, I have to relook because I don't remember. Because I think, well, no. In basketball, I believe they're in the ACC now. Football, I think maybe this year might be the first. Because I personally, they're in, they're right there, right off of Chicago, I believe. Yeah. Close to. Yeah. They should be in the Big Ten. They should have always been in the Big Ten. But that independent status because they want to hoard and hide their own money, you know, Catholic Church, whatever you want to say about that, say it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna leave yeah. that there like that? Just gonna, just gonna, just, you know, just, just, just a little drop, just a little drop on the table and keep walking. <laughs> you know, do it, do it, do what they do for they, you know, do some, and say do something strange for a piece of change, right? Was it <laughs> damn son? Damn, son. Find this nigga. <laughs> And that's the added, dude. Where's your find this? Man? Damn, son. Where'd you Damn. find this? <laughs> oh, hey, this is fun. This is I fun. I didn't write that. I didn't write their rules. There's a reason. There's a reason why the Pope went to Canada to apologize. But I digress. We're going left, man. Stay on the stay on the rails, man. Stay on the rails, B. <laughs> like I said, we're going on a trip, and I'm playing the rocket ship, and I'm not even high. high Sorry, if you have young kids, you should know the little Einstein theme song. Wow, I can't even talk. Theme song already. You should know oh. it. If you have a 15-year-old or younger, <laughs> you should know little Einstein's. But no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, for years, though. Like teams like that, that they couldn't get in there and justifiably so because we were watching. Like, right. how dare you jump these people? How dare you? You know, what's what's the sense of playing for all that shit, finishing undefeated, and you can't you can't taste nothing, you can't get a chance at the chip, bro. That's it's one not of worth my playing. Issues. That's one it's of my issues. Playing. That is one of my issues with college football, especially. There's fucking 300 games on a weekend, it feels like. People are just playing the play just to entertain in everyone. Like, not everybody's playing for something, especially right. in the bullcrap system. Oh, you're playing to play a bowl game. What does the bowl game do other than here? You get paid this much, you get paid that much. You students, now nah, y'all can't have nothing, just get out there and run on the field for these. Basically, days. it was a participation trophy because yeah. you weren't getting any further than that. Exactly. Thanks for coming. You ain't gotta go, but you gotta get the hell up out of here. <laughs> you know that part. Yeah, but it was yeah. Just thank you for the fucking expansion too. That's just I, it, it's necessary. It's needed. It was needed after the first year's perfectly fine working experiment. You know they got Ohio State a championship out of that. They should have expanded from right there immediately. Yeah, because you know you don't you don't want this this piece of shit team. Who screwed Miami Hurricanes back in 2000, <laughs> early 2000s to keep getting over? No, they got their one. Urban Meyer got his one, then had his health scare. You know, allegedly the usual. Allegedly, it was no, it was the usual. And then he got caught grab playing grab ass in the homies bar and all that. And now Ohio State hasn't been that same team since. They haven't won another one since, but. The opportunity is now there for them to make the playoffs consistently because they finally chose to fucking expand. That's all I'm happy about. All they yep. need to do is again reach out, listen to what I said. They can make it they can make it mirror the NFL, make it 16. And then and then what you do is because you are hungry for sponsors, you say you you bid out each game. As a sponsored name game, you know that people are going to be watching the college football playoffs. Here's your here's your chance to make as much bank as you want off of advertisers and naming rights. It's not that hard, yo. It's not. It's not. But you know what? I it's something I've been running through my head. If you don't have opportunity, who's going to hear you? 
And I think that's really been the one thing in my mm. life that stopped me from everything. Mm. You, you've known for years, I've had all the ideas, mm. opportunity and reach. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely different levels and layers to the issues to why. They're right. not hearing you, even though we've been saying this shit, son. Shit's audio documented, son. <laughs> <laughs> Go check the tapes. Run right. the tapes back. Right. Cal it did. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not I yeah, I don't want to be like everybody else and talk talking about a verse that I didn't listen to yet. Me either. I don't, I only listened to one record off of that album, and that was the the dance, the reggae joint. Oh, I, I heard the JD Kiss interlude. I saw the video for that, and that was that was fire. Man, listen, I'm not really a Khaled fan. Do I appreciate what he's done for the culture and all that? Yes, I appreciate everything he's done. I've heard stories about his grind and come up. Uh, somebody tried to tell me, oh, he didn't, oh, he didn't uh, pay tribute to the people who put him on and shit like that. Come to find out, it was. It's from who we think of as the known liar nowadays. And the names that was mentioned in his Drink Champs interview recently were some of those names of people who put him on. And they've consistently said, yeah, he bigs them up all the time. The dude gets my props for real. But when he does reggae, when he does dancehall shit, or he does some street, straight yard shit, yo. That's his pocket. I, yo, I don't think That's he's his missed. Pocket. I don't think he's missed at all. <laughs> That's his pocket, man. Real. But we're not talking about his pocket. We're talking about Danny Ainge. No. Who looks like and makes these moves like he's out of pocket, but for some reason it's always in pocket for him. That was boss. I just straight freestyled that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always, it's always seems to be in pocket for him. I and mean, when you hear these ridiculous trades that he's pulled off, it's not even, it's not even out of character for him. Like nobody is, does what he does. Nobody. No, nobody pulls off the heist he's pulled off, bro. Nobody. So Several in, times over. So, so in looking up and doing some uh, information searching. You know, because all because I, I allegedly, even though Google and the internet is a thing, if you search your stuff on internet, that's not research. Mm. I've heard people say that dumb shit. But for the sake of research, everybody, you know what? Everybody said that during COVID. All of a sudden, looking up and looking up and researching stuff on your own is no good because it was COVID. We just have to believe what they said. But I digress. We're not going there because I did some investigations how about that word investigations mm. into further deals that danny ainge has made and i found this list courtesy of nbc sports and this danny ainge's trade history when he was back with the Celtics, and he said the ricky davis trade they get rid of tony battle kendrick brown eric williams and the celtics got ricky davis chris mims michael stewart a 2005 second round pick it says Ryan Gomes was later selected. So this is where the fleece lord kind of is, is started to spread his wings in a way. And you see the amount of names that he gets in return or gives away. And Cybertron in 2005, they get Antoine Walker, but he gives up. Tom Gugliotta, they end up getting Gary Payton from somewhere. Michael Stewart. And the 2006 first-round draft pick, that's what the Hawks received when it says Rajon Rondo was later selected by them. Mm. <clears throat> Wally Zerbiak. So the Celtics, they got Dwayne Jones, Michael Oliver Candy, Wally Zerbiak, and a 2009 first-round draft pick. The Timberwolves got Marcus Banks, Mark Blunt, Mark Blount, I guess. Ricky Davis, Justin Reed, uh, 2006, first round. Garbage. Second round. Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) All trash. And Nikola Pekovic, uh, which was a result of a second round pick from 2008. So he likes big names. He likes big names. And 
I mean, not big names, but the amount of names. <laughs> That's like he, he, this one here, Kendrick Perkins. He, he, the Thunder's, the Thunder get Kendrick Perkins and Nate Robinson. The Celtics receive Jeff Green, Ninad, oh, Ninad Krissix, Cash, and the 2012 first round draft pick. Fab Mello was the dude. Remember him? Yeah, he, that, he, was, a he was supposed to be man, somebody. Bro. He was a flash in the pan, bro. He was supposed to be a contender. <laughs> 2011. The Magic gets Glenn Davis and Vaughn Wafer. And the who? Celtics get Brandon Bass. Yeah, this is a who? <laughs> and now, this one is one of the big the big ones, I guess. The Mavericks received Dwight Powell and Rajon Rondo. Celtics get Jay Crowder, Jameer Nelson. Wow, Jameer Nelson. He was a he was a bad motherfucker. He was uh, Brandon Wright, a 2016 first round pick, 2016 second round pick. Yeah, you see Walker. him stockpiling the picks though. Yeah, yeah. He Jeff started Green and Jeff Jeff Green and Tayshawn Prince. So Grizzlies give up Jeff Green, Russ Smith from New Orleans. They get the Celtics get Tayshawn Prince, 2020 first round draft pick. Which Aaron Naismith was uh, was um selected for from Memphis and Austin Rivers from New Orleans came out way too early. And in and in that one, New Orleans receives Quincy Pondexter and a 2015 second round pick. This is all Danny Ainge uh, uh, deal so far. What do you think so far? Because I don't even know how long this list is to keep it real with you. I'm just stopping right here. At Isaiah Thomas trade. But what, what's some of your thoughts about what we've ran through so far? I mean, he was just trying to get quality for quantity at this point, it looks like. You know what I'm saying? He was trading out people on their last leg or he knew they couldn't contribute to what he wanted to do and build. So it was a big name at the time. If you think about the Gugliotta trade, Gugliotta was on his last legs probably back then. And he got, he got value for it in return. That's what the man does. He's looking for value in every trade. If you, if you look at it this way, He's looking to get value for in return for the people he's giving up. And he's not just accepting any okadoke type of deal either. You know what I'm saying? He's getting value in return. He's getting, whether it be draft picks, you, you mentioned a number of first and second round draft picks, as well as the player that he wanted at that time. So this is just the blueprint for what he was, he's been able to accomplish uh, getting to the Celtics championship run years, you know what I'm saying? Where, where he 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 nabbed the Ray Allens and the Kevin Garnetts. Yep. So let's keep going for a little while longer. It's, it's Isaiah Thomas. He gets Isaiah from Phoenix. Gigi Demont Demont, I guess, or Demont Demote. Oh yeah, Demote. My bad. Uh, Jonas. Jerbrook, Jerbrook, what the fuck is with these fucking <laughs> These Holy are all shit. European stash houses. That's bro. what I'm saying. Euro trash last names. But the <laughs> Phoenix Suns got Marcus Thornton and a six, uh, 2016 pick. And the Pistons got Tayshaun Prince. And then there's uh, Jabari Bird, contract dump. Celtics received cash. The Hawks received Jabari Bird. Cool. So, exactly. Who? He said. And just to read a piece of the article, it says, why are we including this trade? Because it's the only in-season deal Ainge has made since 2015. So if you're looking for fireworks ahead of March 25th deadline, know that recent history suggests the Celtics may stand pat. So that was the last one within this article. But recently, TJ, we were saved. We were saved immensely. Clown the Knicks all you want, bro. Clown them if you want to clown them. You're going to clown them regardless whether we made the trade or not. And I, I honestly think Ainge was never going to trade with the Knicks just because they're the Knicks. I think he was buttering them up to get somebody else to jump in. And after RJ signed his contract, that was the, the icing on the cake bet. We don't have to deal with this. Cleveland jumps back in and gets the man they want. And actually, it's probably a better fit for both teams at this point uh, with uh, Mitchell going to Cleveland. And the haul, the absolute haul 
that the Utah Jazz have received in return. The, yeah. Even the swaps are unprotected, unprotected right. first round picks. So he got five unprotected first round picks, and for the next no. five years. Oh, and let me next five me, years. Let me run the in. names. Let me run the names Go real ahead. quick for you. Obviously, Utah gets you know Utah gets rid of Donovan Mitchell to the Cleveland Cavs for Laurie Markkinen, Ocha Abaji, I guess. Ocha Abaji, yeah. Abaji, whatever. Abaji, because I'm at I'm at JP level with it right now. <laughs> Victor Olapedo. <laughs> nah, that's that's just a callback. To shout out to JP. That's just a call. That's a callback to how bad. Damn, JP, come on, man. I used to say, "Yo, you just said Victor Old Potato." <laughs> he wouldn't be but wrong. Nah, nah, <laughs> Vic, no, no, Victor Oladipo, Laurie Marketing, Abaji, Abajia. Colin Sexton, three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps. Which are also unprotected. Motherfucker. The two pick swaps are 2026 and 2028. Which, quick side note before we continue, the piece that I forgot to add on with the, um, the, the, the college football playoff expansion, it's coming in 2026, but they're pushing to have it implemented as far as as soon as 2024. I say fuck that. The season just started. You can implement that bitch now. But let's get back to the trade deal. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, TJ. So Utah has control of Cleveland's first round draft picks for the next five years. Five years. Donovan Mitchell's only on contract for the next three years. So if they do not resign Donovan Mitchell, Utah still owns the next two years of their first round draft picks. Why? Why? That I, I like Donovan Mitchell. I like what they're going to be building there. Evan Mobley is a solid piece. He's going to be an all-star. They got an all-star in Jared Allen. And they got another all-star in um, the other point guard there. And yes, that'll, that'll get them into the second round. But that's not competing with the Bostons and the Milwaukee's or even the Nets, for that matter, to give up that much to be a second-round Philadelphia turnstile? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what are we doing? They were, they, were, they were beneficiaries of a bad East, in my opinion, to make the playoffs last year. They were kind of like how our Knicks were the year before when we made the playoffs. Like, they're not there yet. And I just, I personally, like I said, I felt bad for Donovan Mitchell. I felt bad to end up in fucking Cleveland. There's a reason why the king comes and goes as he pleases. Uses his old stomping grounds as a turnstile. There's got to be a reason for it. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a reason for it. And Donovan Mitchell is now the new test subject for big names in a in a, but, a big city for somewhat, but not as big as you know New York. Here, here's how I know Ainge ain't shit. Because he turned down R.J. Barrett, O.B. Toppin, and I think uh, Emmanuel Quickly. And three unprotected first. That was their first major trade. And Angel was like, nah, I want more. So Love right then it. and there, right maybe. then and there, he should have they the Knicks should have known, all right, maybe he's bluffing and he was just you don't ask for what you don't get, right? So that was probably after he asked for all eight uh draft picks for the <laughs> Knicks. Right. That was the second no. And I'm just and like that right, whole starting five and all that. Right. Stuff. Right, the end of Statue of Liberty, and you know, took a uh, free Metro card for the next 10 years, real bagels, <laughs> <laughs> real pizza, you know, all that. So, yeah. if once New, New York got turned down for that, why are we even talking to you anymore? We gave you our best player, an up and coming good player, a solid bench contributor, and three unprotected first, and that can't get it done. Nah, I don't need to do business with you no more. We'll find takers elsewhere. We'll find suitors elsewhere. We have a shit ton of draft capital. We have young talent. We just got to get them some playing time now. So if we do need to sell these kids off, they'll have some value to them. And we can go get whoever we want at that point. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a disgruntled star. There's this, always going to be somebody who's looking to get out. This is a good sign, clear sign that James Dolan has kept his fucking nose out the way. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he would have said, pull that trigger. This man can this man is box office and can fill the garden. No doubt Donovan Mitchell in a Knicks jersey would have that place sold out like it already isn't being sold out right. for the next 10 years because he wouldn't leave New York. He wouldn't leave New York. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. I he wouldn't leave New deal. York. And we still but, got a shot at him three years from now. Maybe and, two years right, from now and, when and he, he says, I don't want to play for y'all no more. Right. And like he could say, I want to fuck a trade after he said, like you said, two years, year and a half, whatever the case may be. Point is, is we did not give up our core and our youth. You don't. Like you said, OB and RJ just need more seasoning. They got to put the reps in as a unit together. Like that's that's all they need right now. They need more reps. I think we probably need somebody else, you know, a, a, a solid big man, you know. And well, no, we just we just uh we just signed a a a, a valid point guard. So I think yes. we're gonna, I, I think, think that's going to change right. more than people think. Having a, a real point guard changes shit that people don't think, man. Having a having a real point guard allowed us to let off confetti for one playoff win. Right. <laughs> Allow a, a real point guard allowed that one time. And and like they said, if if Mitchell came to New York, there was going to be an understanding that he wasn't going to be here for three years. It was going to be understanding that he was going to sign an extension, and he was probably going to get the max when he was up for it at that time. That has to be the understanding. Now he is traded, and he can control whatever he wants to control for the next three years up until it's time for him to depart. Whether it be continual second-round exits, New York could actually develop and be a better and more competitive team in the next three years, even with moving some, making some small moves between now and then to make us more attractive uh, destination to win something at. So I'm not mad at this at all. I don't know why people think we have to give up the house every time a big name comes off the market. And you can clown us all you want. Then the Knicks and Knicks are nicking. No, the Knicks actually stood pat and did something that made sense for once. Smart. No, nobody's applauding that part. Shout out to Leon Rose. And you know what? Shout out to Leon Rose for, for standing pat and saying, I know I would have been very pissed off if we had to give up RJ, OB, and, 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 and quickly and three unprotected first. We'd have been right back where we started, and we still had Julius Randle's bum ass coming into the game every day. That Now they're talking about how to move Randle. Now they can focus on putting packages together to try to move this man and get right. some even more picks probably in return to make another move further down the road. We're just kicking right. the can down the road a little bit. That's all. Yeah. But we didn't have to mortgage your future for, for, exactly. a, for an eighth-place seed. Exactly. That's and that to me is the biggest thing is mortgaging away our future when we can. I mean, it could be, you know what, if we can't get somebody who, in my opinion, would be like a B or C level I mean, B or A level type player in this league that wants to be in New York City. Those draft pizzas is just money in the bank. Yes. Yes. And, we, and you never know what you're going to get out of the draft. You don't. You it's know. a crapshoot. It's a so crapshoot. It's it's literally money in the bank in both ways of here's pieces that we can use to package for trade or we can just sit on them and actually use the picks. Dude, we can use those picks to move up in a draft to get the person we actually want. That too. That we can too. do that now. We have the flexibility in the room to do that. We have the draft capital to do that. So and to say, I mean... I think we're a playing team as 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 constructed right now. I think mm -hmm. Brunson makes us a, a solid. We're we're not going to get steamrolled every night, but I think we're going to be a tough out for the most part. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But like I said, man, it's the fleece lord struck again, but he didn't strike on us. And I think that's why we needed to talk about this the most, just to remind folks, like, yeah. We we might have we might be historically dumb, but we ain't that stupid today. You know what? We could look back at we could probably look at back at this like three to five years from now and be like, you know what? 
damn glad we stood pat. Yeah. Because now we yeah. got we got this team and they're doing it and they're doing it from the ground up. Yo, because I'm at, all right, and, and we'll just, I'll just leave it at this at the end, you know, to wrap it up after this, but imagine they did pull all that off, right? We lost all of them bodies. Donovan Mitchell goes down with like a major leg in- injury career over. Then where are we at? Nothing. We look, yeah, we literally just look like we shit the bed and rubbed ourselves all in it. <laughs> and, I'm not, and I'm not wishing, and I'm not wishing injury on him. No, I'm just saying that's how dumb we would look. Look, I was tired of Zach Randolph coming back to the garden and killing us when he was on our own team. Jamal Crawford coming back, killing us when we had him on our team. So many players have come back and killed us because we let them go for dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this time, that's not going to happen. And if yep. you think about it, Brunson cooked Mitchell in the playoffs. So he ain't scared of Mitchell. <laughs> yep, and we play that man four times a year now. Yep. Well, the fleece lord has struck again, but they didn't strike on our next. That's all we give a fuck about. Yeah, it yeah didn't that's it. To us next. Fuck it. That's it. We're that's not it. the laughing stock no more. That's it. More power to everybody who gets conned by Danny Ainge. This beer's on you. <laughs> Suck the born every minute. They say right. That's it. That's it. But we ain't got no suckers here, man, as we uh, free zone. decide to round it out, close it out. No TikTok question of the week this week because last week literally possibly also aided into zapping all the energy out of me from laughing so damn hard. <laughs> Shout out to Jared also again, once again, hashtag Blackout Podcast, hooks, rubs, and spices. We are not sponsors, but I ain't afraid to big my man up whenever possible. I I. I I got to be better in trying to buy some because I haven't had any since we did a giveaway for it uh, mm-hmm. about three, four years ago. We did a giveaway on our show. And my man's made some good shit as far as barbecue seasonings and all that. Black-owned business, if that if that makes a difference to y'all. You know, black-owned business, man, and support one of five people in Utah. One of five black, <laughs> one of black, five black people. Black people. <laughs> you gotta, 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 gotta make gotta make the joke, man. But that's really that's that's the homie, man. I'm one of those podcast friends that I'm glad I've gotten to you know gotten to know over the years and stuff. You know, good dude, good dude indeed. But um, but yeah, we're done. More details to come. I already dropped the announcement that I've y'all should know by now. We're always a part of J One Con each and every year. But we are back this year. This is the first year back post-pandemic. This is also J1Con's 10th year anniversary. This nice. Is 10th event. So we have, as far as the Blackfinity Gauntlet uh, content creator summit, um, I don't think I'm going to be doing a panel this year. The first day might be entertainment. But the second day, I got something fun lined up. Um, thank you to all the people who I've tried to invite and never responded back to me. <laughs> it's, it's because of you that we're making the pivot in what we're doing. Thank you very much. Keeping it real with me. Um, <laughs> no, I did. And there's two people who I believe said yes, that they're kind of come. And so I'm going to work something out for them. But the second day of the con or I might make the fun part the first day and the second day might be the educational part because the second day is, you know, the wrap up. And when we all get ready, once everything is done, start making our way home and all that stuff. We got some talking to do, TJ. That's all I got to say. Okay. We got some talking to do. This is going to yep. be your first J1 part of the crew. Yep. You know, but we're going to have some fun in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Showboat Hotel. Can't wait. Be- Gonna be on the second floor. Go to j1con.com to buy your tickets this year. It is only forty dollars for your pass all weekend long. Damn! So from from the fourth to the sixth, what convention can you go to for every day of the convention for only forty dollars? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. You just support some dope independent and local artists sit down and listen to some dope panel discussions when it comes to uh, people from the world of voice acting, cosplay, uh, music, comic books, anime, 
uh, even Cartoon Network uh, veterans come through to the con, man. So check out j1con.com. Look up the guest list of who's already there and all of that. And yeah, make sure y'all coming for us because we definitely pause. We definitely going to have some fun for (laughs) y'all. With that being said, hit the QR code for me. TJ, you got the rest. Shout out to Big O and Jay. Couldn't be here today, but we miss you guys. See y'all next week. Good luck to Jay in his golf tournament today. Hopefully he fares well. I wanted to say Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods, y'all. <laughs> no sex in the champagne room, Jay. That's true. <laughs> Big hoes out. And no no phones and cameras in the post-game celebration. <laughs> no evidence. Big O is out in uh, the land of Ja enjoying himself. So hope he's lighting up one for himself and relaxing on the beach there. And uh, yeah, man, uh, good show, tidy show. Wrapped it up in an hour today. So this was fun. Yeah, it's time to go back to sleep. Peace, y'all. <laughs> See y'all next Peace. week. <laughs>